What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 365. On this episode, I'm joined by Soko. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, the future, playlists, mixing, music talk, Marvel shows, Atlanta, Oklahoma, a bunch of other shit. Recorded this uh, a couple weeks ago, so hopefully it's not too old, but uh, thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, you know what we do first. Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast and mo. You go there, you give any amount of money, well, a dollar or more, and you can get early access to this beautiful, gorgeous, phenomenal podcast. Really an underground legend. Um, you give enough, you could be a co-producer like my mother, uh, Graveyard Entertainment, it's your boy H2.com, and Forgotten One. Uh, keeping us going till the end. People that don't know, we're going strong to 400. After that, no one knows what the future may hold. Um, but until then, you can get a shirt at uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast. Get you one of those cool shirts. Someday it'll be a fucking uh, rare item. So when you're 80 years old and you're at the Antique Roadshow and they're like, oh, my God, you have this. Let me tell you about their episode 13 year old dick pics. It still gets up listens to this day because some fucking pedophiles think the title's fun. So, yeah, um, there's some behind the scenes. All right. This week, we're calling the homie uh, Southern Comfort. Um, I don't know when this episode's coming out. I might be holding it an extra week because the way some shit's going down. Um, but, you know, me and him always just shoot the shit about music and TV. So I figured we can do that. So let's give him a call. Hey, yo. Yo, what's up, man? What is going on, brother? Uh, not shit. Uh, you know, it was just doing some letting them know, you know, talking to my ads and I something I brought up and I, you might not know this. You may, I may have brought it before, but an episode still like the number three episode every week is always this episode called 13 year old dick pics. Um, it's like episode 59 or something. So, you know, some good perverted titles always are good for you. Yeah, I mean, I know you've been killing it lately with the titles you've been doing. So, yeah, I'm trying, man. You Trust know, the judgment on that. I'm trying to go out with a bang. You know, it's hard uh, to keep the motivation, honestly, since I made the decision that 400 was the last one. It's like I, it's so hard to even find people, you know, because some people will hit, message me and be like, I would love to. And I'll go, all right. Yeah. When, you know, and I'll get all the details and then they should never respond or someone will like like the post and they think that's enough. And I'm like, man, you're going to have to hit me up and get this shit scheduled. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's not enough to just be on it. <laughs> like, yeah. We got to, we got to make some kind of contact to start out with. Right. Honestly, we should have to have some sort of connection point. Like uh, I thought marijuana J a few episodes back or a few weeks back. I thought he was really good, but it was. if me and him hadn't known that we both love this TV show winning time, and then we're also both rappers if he was just like, I want to be on, I'd be like, bro, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about, you know? And so there does need to be something, you know, sometimes. <laughs> Gotta be a foundation. For sure. Um, and then also just letting you know, this is going to come out next week or the week after. Cause I have someone scheduled to come on this weekend, but it's one of those new people who might fall through. Cause that happens all the time. So we're rather getting caught up or this is an emergency episode. So that's pretty special. I say. Podcast game, man. That's the podcast game. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I will be excited for probably a little bit of a break, but I'm going to go crazy. I know CJ gives me shit about it. Um, it's going to be really weird not doing one. So I don't, I'm not really mentally prepared for all that. I don't know what I'm going to do with all my free time. I think you're going to find you'll, you'll hit another evolution. I feel like it'll probably have something to do with music in some kind of way. You'll dig into something else like master some other portion of it, probably the, the business background stuff. I got a feeling by next year we'll be talking. It may not be on a podcast, but we'll be talking about how you figured out how to submit these songs for fucking movies and TV. And right. I've, you'll be like, the, you'll be like the portal for that. Now I've looked a little bit into the sync placement stuff. Um, you know, I have some, mutu- some, we have some internet friends out there that have, are also kind of looking into it. 
it's super like convoluted. Like people purposely make it difficult to to understand, you know, at the moment. But I'm sure if I did dig into it, I could. But right now I'm just found that like, you know, I think creatively I'm doing pretty good, right? I think my music's pretty decent at the moment. And I got this whole other album uploaded. I'm feeling pretty good about it. But also I'm like, I'm so over the like share a link, beg people to listen, be people's friend, just of the hope that they'll listen, give you a, you know, and I've realized like I'm probably doing myself a disservice not doing that stuff, of course, but it's like, I don't know. I'm just in artsy mode, I guess. I think you'll find another way to penetrate through that'll suit more who you are and your personality. And you've gotten to a point now, like, you know, and we're going to get an internet friends for, I'm sure. But um, even with uh, the last album, not the remake, but uh, with Portrait, like, you at that level now where now, I mean, you've, you've, you've got your artwork done. It's painted the way it needs to be painted. looks good. You've hung it up. Now you just got to wait for the people to see it and then let them appreciate it for what it is. So, I mean, I, I think you're at that part though where you've, you're hanging up paintings that you're not going to take down. Right. Like it's, you know, you, you're no longer putting them on the refrigerator. You know, this shit's in the fucking gallery now. And if you're sophisticated enough, you'll come to the gallery and you'll appreciate it for what it is. Right. It, it is very good. One of the things, I guess I'll go ahead and just get into it. One of the things I've been doing uh, today and yesterday, so the last two days, um, I, I made some lists of shit I need to get done. I hinted that I was going to put up all the in- Internet Friends beats up up on streaming somewhere, like just like beat tapes. And so I have uploaded Internet Friends one, the instrumentals, and that'll come out May 1st, as long as, you know, all this shit gets pushed through the, to the stores. And I've I touched up all these old beats, of course, you know, I like made them all in key and, you know, done a few things. I try to keep them. I think hats a little higher. Right. Yeah. You know, I got to I had to do some stuff, (laughs) but my bass is, I know it's a little too loud, but that's how I like it. I don't give a fuck. And, um, uh, anyway, so I uploaded that one. I'll come May 1st and I uploaded internet friends to the instrumentals, which will come out June 1st. And then, you know, of course I'm gonna try this July 1st, August 1st for the, for three and four. I just finished three, um, exporting them. So I got to upload those next. And then four should be fairly easy since I just made them. You know, you would assume it's going to be ones that you were already at your the top, you know, the top of the class that you are right now. You are already at that point when you made those. So there's nothing to do to them. Right. I mean, there are some things like I have been like turning some snares and hats up just because I mean, there's no vocals, you know, so let's turn the drums up a little bit and stuff like that. But uh, anyway, I, I think those I don't think I'll get like a lot of listens or anything, but I feel like I probably should try to promo my A the Mo makes beats page a little more, you know, because I don't do that at all. I like rarely do anything with that shit. I think out of out of all the different playlists for like Soundplate and DailyPlaylist.com, all those, the ones that I feel like probably do get the most traction are probably ones where you submit nothing but a beat. Like there's a there's a nice market, especially um I've done a little bit of looking into it, but like the college study type market, like yeah. they want nothing but music, like no lyrics. Like there's like a whole wave of people who want nothing but playlists of just straight beats. Right. Yeah. That's the low fossa. I mean, that is specifically different in my opinion. Um, Cause I have submitted to some and I have even some beats that are on my AMO makes beats page to get some plays on those type of playlists because they do have some that are like, they want rap instrumentals. And I guess the goal of those playlists would be like things people could put on in freestyle too. And I, mean, I think that's a cool idea. Um, but the ones that are like low five, which are the ones that chill beats to study to people if I'm sure see that on YouTube and there's various, oh, yeah. like a million variations off of it. Um, I actually got my wife into low five like three years ago. There's a Spotify playlist called, uh, lush lo-fi I think and it was like exactly what she liked you know and so for her like studying and doing her work she'll put that on and she loves it you know Um, and it is really cool it's like the type of beats I enjoy <laughs> rapping to whatever but I can't necessarily make lo-fi because there's all these rules right it's like you can't have a bass that has this low frequency and it needs to have this aesthetic and then someone went deep into the game right and it was like all of the Spotify playlists and all the big ones, they're all just like this one company that just like has an AI robot or some shit that makes it, you know? So I think it's all kind of like a German, uh, AI music genius that like cranks out 
music hits. Yeah, but that doesn't I've mean it can't it. be done because Strong Maurice, you know, who was a friend of the podcast for a long time, uh, he's broke through and he has so many listens and he gets on all those official Spotify playlists. And, you know, so it did happen, you know, so I think you can, if you're good enough, break through it for sure. Um, but yeah, man, making beats is fun. And so like, I'm just listening to these old beats on internet friends, one, two, and three. I'm like, honestly, these beats are great. Even the ones that at the time weren't great, like with a, just a little bit of mixing touches. I'm like, I'm probably going to listen to these a, way more than I thought I would once I upload them. Um, I had a, I made myself a playlist just with all the internet friends. And I mean, it's, I said, I, I know you've elevated as far as, you know, production and style of beats and, you know, everything to do with the whole, just the mixing part of it, but just, music and song wise like those are just really good albums like I, I listen to them even some stuff that i know i didn't listen to as much when i first you know heard internet friends one back when it came out what was that 19 uh, when you released that one yeah 2019 so. maybe sure something like that okay but uh it was stuff where you know i played and i'm like damn that's better than i you know that's better than i remember basically you know with a lot of that stuff so it's, I, I, can, I can see why you would think it's, you know, still sounds good because the projects themselves are still good. Well, and then like a song like Dopus Has Spoken, I really like that. But at the time, I thought that was like top of the class mixing, you know, for me. And I listen to it now and I'm like, oh, well, you know, that's kind of sh- shitty mix. <laughs> you know, so it, it seeing that grows fun. Um, speaking of mixing, your new stuff uh, sounds way better. You know, so you really stepped that yeah, one up. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely got to toot my own horn a little bit on that, too. Uh, I've been listening to it nonstop just because that's what you do before you release it. You you wear it out in your own brain first. Yep. But um, yeah, and then each time I listen to it, I'm like, fuck, man, this is this is another level. Like, I, I like it. I like where I'm going. I like what I'm doing. And I finally got to the point where I'm like, OK, I, I got my I got my chain of what I do each, you know, when I lay down a verse, it's like, all right, I'm using this, I'm using this, I'm using that. Then I'm going here, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Right. Like instead of, I think before, because I, because the, the whole issue of, you know, bad mic, bad interface, all that was going on. It, it felt like it didn't matter what I did. It, it just wasn't going to turn out quite how I wanted it to. So I would just get it good enough and be like, whatever. But now that it, that's not as much of an issue and everything's coming through clear the first time, I'm like, okay, now I can actually, I can actually hear what these effects are doing to it and actually fine tune stuff and actually like it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's definitely louder. And I know you were saying you're a little, I have a song coming out. Eventually I'll get into all this before we end this episode, but we have a song coming out eventually. And, uh, I got, it just sounds pretty good. I think I mixed it pretty well. You know, and I know you've been using that kind of like as a reference. And then I, you told me that. And then I heard yours. And I was like, Oh, I can totally envision that. <laughs> Did you listen to this one? And you're like, Oh, I'll just try to make it match that. And it kind of does. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's pretty good. I, I have my chain for my vocal down pretty good for you know my whatever the fuck my style is. I don't know. You know, I've, I've been having like this weird uh, crisis moments of like you know no no rapper I know really sounds like me. You know, and I like listen to internet friends for for instance, and uh, right. I'm like, well, that's probably not good. You know, I mean, it is cool in a lot of ways. Don't get me wrong, but. Uh, typically that's not the best thing. Like maybe I should be imitating popular rappers more. Like maybe that'd be like a smarter move. Um, but then again, it's like, fuck it. We're just going to make our own wave, uh, in these oceans or something, you know, get philosophical. Yeah, that's what I'm all about, man. It's, you know, finding what sound you feel like is yours and just running with it. And one of the cool things about you and the whole internet friends process and project, like every song is like a different it's all you, but it all sounds like a different subgenre too. Right. You you take it wherever, you know, wherever the person who started out the hook or started out the verse takes it, you just take it and you, you know, you do your style of shit on it and you just, you come through. Like I was, I was like, hell yeah. If, I, if I'm listening to it, I'm like, yeah, this shit goes. And like everybody bought something different. So you just, you match their energy, you match their style, but you still did it in your way as far as, you know, how you rap and how you, you know, what you talk about. And that shit's cool. Right. And you didn't sound like, like, I'm not a fan of the, like a rapper that sounds exactly the same on every track. Like, I, I don't think, I mean, you, you should know who it is. Like your, your voice is distinct enough where it's, you know, even if you're rapping way different from one track to the next, you can tell it's you. 
but I'm talking about like the people who have like the exact same flow. Like it's like, oh, okay, he he's rapping that way on this again. <laughs> like this is just this is just how you rap every time, kind of stuff. Like I, I can't be a fan of it. Right. Yeah. I I I mean I think the thing that stands out the most about Internet Friends for compared to the rest, um, and I mean completely honest, like even the week Internet Friends three came out, there were a couple songs that I didn't love. You know, I didn't say that at the time, of course. Um, I was like, oh, these are all bangers, you know, because that's what you do. But there were ones that like oh, yeah. I listened and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I wish that one could have been a little better or whatever. But I like legitimately on this album, listen to I've listened to it once every day, you know, and I'm like, fuck, it's just so good. You know, like every time I'm like so amazed that like, man, really pull this motherfucker off. Everyone sounds good, I think. And, you know, my mixing's probably not perfect, but it's like so much better than it used to be. Like out of all the things, if this was like a video game with like skill charts or whatever, I think that's probably yeah. what's like leveled up the most. Um, you know, I think I'm decent at, at the producing and the rapping, but like I was already a little better at that a couple years ago, you know, but um, the mixing's definitely kind of like you when, and your whole upgrade, you know, that's how it feels. Now at this point, if somebody's critiquing your mix, then that like, they just don't like it. Like at that point, it's like, all right, like it's, it's too good to, for that to be a point of issue. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's gotten to the point where it's like, what would the problem really be? Yeah. I think it'd be a stylistic thing. You know, like I go more for the crisp, the crisp voice uh, trying to mix it where some people do try to go more like a reverby that like melodic singing wraps up. So I, like, and I don't really know how to mix that as well, you know, cause I don't do that. And also like when people send me a bunch of layers, I mean, I'm, I mess around with it, like on portrait. And then on my next album, I have some hooks where I'm kind of doing layers, but it's like half acidly. Like it's, it's kind of like part of the, um, charm, I guess. But these people that do all the crazy layers, like I'm not used to that because I've been like a one take one layer person for years and I've gotten where I can mix that really well. But like, I'm not, you know, just not as practiced with the other shit. And that's what I've moved to since I started working with you as a producer, like going from, I used to rap like I would rap twice, like literally do two different takes and put them together and then have an ad lib. Like now I just do my one take. And then I'll double it, you know, I'll, I'll mix it. I'll mix one, then I'll just double it just for volume. And then I'll go from there and I'll do my ad libs. Like I don't rap it again. Like that was like a, like coming up on rap. Like that's, that's what every rapper that I was a fan of did. Like you can listen to their verses and like hear the little differences in the verse. Like, oh man, you can tell he, he said two different words right there. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was just how you did it. Like you rapped it twice because it gave it that emphasis, but if you figure out honestly, how to that's not a bad idea you know what i was always told coming up on the sound click days what i caught was you need three takes you know you should do three takes line them up but the one in the center you leave natural the other two you pan hard left and right you line them up as best you can to your vocals and then like more or less that's like your new vocal take but i just could never have I, I couldn't do it the same twice. You know, like it just never worked for me, but like people yeah. used to all the time, they were like trying to help me like older guys, you know, in the sound click game, were like trying to like, dude, you're fucking up. And I just couldn't do it. And I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just for me. I just eventually got to where people are like, Hey, your mix sounds pretty good with that one take. And then when I tell them it's one take, they're like, Holy shit, really? But it really is. And for anyone out there who's new ish, it's, it's your rap voice. You know, like you have to have like, this certain voice that breaks through, you know, or whatever. And so like, if you're just talking, that's different than you rapping, you know? And I, I think some people, they're still kind of talking, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, so man, we said something else on internet friends for, I was going to bring up earlier, but, uh, you know, of course your two songs are doing the best. Um, so everyone go out there and, and check those out, make it happen too. And then kill you. Um, Oh Yeah. But I really look forward to the remix of that too. Uh, I think that's gonna be dope once you do your mega mix. For sure. I honestly I don't know if we're gonna do a mega mix. It might just be you. I mean, but that'll be fine. It might just be you on the remix. Uh no one else has really hit me up. Rico Reds uh, talked about doing a remix to Eyes on Me. So I'm thinking about sending him that and then you on that one. So we might just have two remixes, and that's fine. You know, I'm not gonna force anybody uh to do whatever. Well, I tell you, Na- Nasty listened to the album and he wants on that kill you. So oh, I already right. sent him a copy of it and he's gonna be sending me something to send you at some point sweet yeah i mean he'll be perfect for it you know um 
you know, I, I have to leave Matrix because of my verse references him. So yeah, <laughs> I have to leave him yeah, yeah. and then we'll add whoever else, you know, on the end. Uh, yeah. The, the Matrix line doesn't hit as hard without him on it. Yeah. People are like, what the fuck is he even talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, yeah. Why? Why are you Neo? What do you mean? Nah. That, that, is that makes sense. One thing I'm glad I was kind of started sneaking into my rhymes because we've been doing it off off wraps this whole like eight of the whatever you know it's in place of mo um because it's always there's like so many things i can use it for like i've kind of joked with brad that my next show is going to be called eight of the show and then it'll just be whatever my next podcast says and then he was like you son of a bitch um yeah i think that i think that would be dope so i you know i use the eight of the neo eight of the moses you know so i'm gonna keep trying to Work all the I yeah use, that burning bush line was dope too <laughs> it, it's a lot of dope lines on the album like i said it's Overall, man, that shit is just really good. Like, I feel bad for the people that haven't listened to it. Right. Like, it's sometimes good music. You just like, fuck, man. Like, more people need to hear this. Well, there's a whenever y'all are because graveyard. I know there's a few of y'all that run the accounts. I'm not sure who's in it, but whoever is like quote quotes the the lyrics, you know, to like share the song. Uh, on the first song, I say like quote quote tweet everything I said, and I think it would have been really funny if y'all like started it with that. <laughs> Quote. And then Put like the, quote tweet line. the rest of the comments under it are you quote tweeting me, you know, talking <laughs> shit or whatever. Cause that's kind of what I'm saying. Um, but I don't want to like for you know, I don't want to if I put it out there, it's not maybe not as special, you know. But that's what that is where my every time I hear that line, I'm like, man, I don't know if it would have just started with that. Yeah. Um so when's your stuff coming out? I know you have I think two projects, right? Yeah, I got it. I broke it up into two projects. I want to say they're going to be about six or seven songs each, somewhere around there, but it's all A to the Mo beats or A to the Mo makes beats officially. Um, and I'm going to release singles first. And then my last one, the last single will be the intro for when I'm going to do the album. So when I drop the intro, then the album will come out at some point after that is how the plan is so far. But that's uh, the one that's the less I guess you could say less preachy less faith-based of the two that'll probably come out first I'm thinking if I drop if I drop everything the way I want to do it it'll come out sometime over the summer maybe toward the end of the summer and then the other one will probably be the end of the year beginning of next year just depending on how it lines up with releasing all the singles right yeah I would say my favorite of the ones I've heard is still Soko yeah, man, I, f- I fuck with that one, too. I like that one a lot. Everyone be on the lookout for that one. Yeah, that's that'll be... Once that drops, then the album will drop shortly after that, because that'll be... That's the intro. Oh, hell yeah. Now, I was feeling that. From the moment I heard the beat, I was like, God, like, I, I had everything else written, and that was, like, the very last beat. I was like, damn, the intro. But I was in record mode, so I was like, I can't write to it yet. And I, I couldn't wait to write to it. I was like, man, I, I know I enjoy this. And I did. I enjoyed recording it and you know not having technical issues definitely makes recording a lot better and a lot more fun so i had fun making it yeah it definitely definitely helps to not have technical issues you know like i'm trying really hard to save up for a computer and i mean i probably could buy some computer at the moment but i want to get like something kind of badass you you know if uh, i'm gonna do it and um computer and the best of the best the alienware that's I, like gaming. Yeah, well, Alienware uh, got bought by uh, Dell however many years ago, and so they're still okay, but they're not like what they once were. What they know? used to be. Yeah, and I would b- build my own because I know how to do that these days through my job. Or I mean, I could figure it out. I've never done it, but you know, I I do a lot of very similar stuff. But apparently, that's like this is the worst time in history to do that because if you want one of the good video cards, it's cheaper to just go buy them in a pre-made one. So. Anyway, I've been trying to research it, but these motherfuckers. But the reason I want one is because, well, one, I, I kind of want to, if I do another show in the future, I would, I think it probably needs to have video. Um, and even though I don't think I'm attractive enough for video, I see so many podcasts that are so shitty getting so many views just because there's a fucking camera on them, you know? And I'm like, they're just talking on a microphone. Like, I don't understand how y'all prefer this, but if that's the way the world's going, you know, that might be an idea in the future. Um, but that would require me to clean up my studio room and that'll be a motherfucker. So, um, I don't know that it, the dirty studio room might be a part of the, 
That's what makes people want to watch. Well, what ended up happening... To watch the background more than you. For anyone that remembers, is when our washer and dryer went out, we had to take everything out of the laundry room. And that that we put it all in this studio. But then when we got the new washer and dryer, they're top-loading washer, so... Our previous laundry room setup had like shelves over it that we had to get rid of. So like we just have nowhere to put this shit. So now it just stays in my studio for now. So I don't complain, but I don't. I just don't know what I'm gonna do with it. <laughs> I feel you. But it's just like the most random shit. Um, in my in my corner over here. Um. So no, yeah. So you got two projects. So everyone uh, look out for all that shit. We know I'm sure we'll play them on the music episodes if we ever get enough songs to ha- make another. And uh, I, like I mentioned earlier, I have these beat projects. But besides that, my big plans for the summer music wise, and it was really hard to decide when to put this out because for anyone that's listening to this podcast, you know, I made a whole other album called Good Enough while I was making Internet Friends for because people were being fucking slow and I had had all those creative juices and uh, it is, I mean, it's all right. Yeah. And um, I have like one song. I, Brad's heard him all for instance, you know, he helped me kind of decide actually what the first single would be. Cause I wasn't going to put it out as a single, but I think it was a good call. Um, But there's one song on it that I freestyled the whole thing, you know, and I haven't fucking freestyled like, and I mean, real freestyle. Okay. I get it. Everyone on TikTok, y'all say it's a freestyle, but I know it's rehearsed. It's too good. A real freestyle can't be that good. You know, like you have to tell you're thinking and you're going to fuck up probably some or whatever. Um, but anyway, I had this, it's not even like good. It's on like a, a fun poppy ass beat. Um, but it's all about smoking weed. And I just freestyled half the song, fucking doubled it over to do it twice. And I just think it's the most fun song. And Brad's like, that's my least favorite song. But I'm in this fucking zone of that because I'm now making something totally different. The first thing I do sounds like, you know, another something in that lane. And I'm like, you know what? I might just be making fun songs in the future. You know, regular Otheticos. Yeah, nothing wrong with fun rap, man. There's, there's something to be said for it. Uh, oh, man, it reminds me. <laughs> one of my favorite I, I don't even know that it's my one of my favorite lines but it's one that I find myself repeating the most is on that countdown track uh, with you and Mountain Man yep like it's just something about like the <laughs> the way you say it the, the opening of your verse just the way you say it and how fun it sounds like I find myself just walking around saying that shit yeah I mean I go second so I'm gonna wreck it. Like it's all it's just so simple and so fun. Like, like I just blurted out for no reason. Well, I knew that one was good because I mean the first time I did it, I mean that's just what I said. You know what I mean? Like it just there was no thought to it. It just happened. And so and then like I remember going back and being like, does he say he's going first? And I don't even remember at the moment <laughs> what he says. But I was like, oh, I'm saying it. That's what I'm saying. I have to. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I like that a lot. Honestly, I think like the first six songs, no offense to any of the others. I just think the first six songs all go together so well of like, it really gets it all hype, you know, like you really get in a, like, I think all those could be on people's workout playlist or whatever the fuck y'all do out there. Yeah. That hyped up shit. And it's, I think you did the whole thing that way though. Cause it's, I noticed that with your albums, well, the internet friends, like the longer stuff, like for me, the, the kind of rap that I'm, I'm into and like the more introspective kind of stuff, you kind of put that in the middle a lot of the times. Right. So usually the middle of your albums is my favorite, but you always, you section it off in a good way to where it, it flows through the album. Like you said, you got the hype shit first. Then like I said, usually toward the middle, it'd be a little more introspective. Then at the end, you just kind of, you got your ending songs. Like it, it feels like you're coming to the end of the album. Right. Yeah. I mean, I spend, well. I spend a, a ridiculous amount of time on all of my albums, uh, song order. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I don't know. I just go through it a lot and I try different orders in the car. And then if something doesn't flow into that, I'm like, Oh no, no, that can't work. That yes, cannot be there. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm kind of freak, not freaking out, but on uh, my next album, good enough. I have, I made another song called run away, right? Cause I had a song called running away, but I did, it just yeah. happened. Right. And so I've kind of felt <laughs> stupid because I'm like, that's so dumb. But then on another song, I say like, I'm not going to run away. Right. So I'm like, well, that has to be after run away or else what the fuck am I referencing? You know? <laughs> and so yeah. 
but it didn't really work beat wise. So like I spent forever trying to figure out the song on there. Um, again, you got to find a song to bridge them together some kind of way. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, the next album it was it was different because I, I've mentioned this before, but you know, fuck it, we're wasting time. I have nothing really on my list. Uh, I had like most of the beats just ready. You know, like I made a beat and was like. Oh, this is gonna. This is the sound I'm going for on the next album, and so I put it in this folder. And then, so like I had for most of the time, like that first freestyle I did was done first, but you know that was on the playlist, and then the rest were like just beats, and I would just listen to that and be like, so I kind of had beat order in mind before songs were even written, you know. Um, but it really. I don't know. May, I think it was cool and artistic and people are going to like it, but it, it might be like a horrible fucking idea, you know? Um, but that, now, how many, how many tracks you got on good enough? I think it's 15. Let me check real quick. Click these fucking buttons. Yeah. 15. Uh, nice. And then the first song I'm putting out, I, I have to make a video to explain it. I think, you know, like, I'm so bad at making these fucking videos, but um, if so, anyone wants to go back and listen to, I put out a song on the day we were, everyone was supposed to invade area 51. If y'all remember that day in history, I put out a song called invasion flow. And yep, then, and then like, you know, I made that beat and then I'm, you know, rap the whole thing or whatever. But at the beginning, I just like, yeah, I spoke Oklahoma right. Or something like that. You know, I just say that shit in the beginning. So anyway, I cut that part of the beat. And then I made that like the melody of a new beat. And then I was like, well, fuck, now I got to make something with Smoke, Oklahoma. And I feel like I pulled it off. And so that's a, and honestly, my first verse on that, not to hop it up too much, is really, really good on Smoke, Oklahoma. So y'all should look out for that. But someone was supposed to be on the second verse, but they just never came through. You know, they just couldn't do it. And then I don't know that many Oklahoma rappers. So I was like, I guess I just have to do with the second verse. And it's not quite as good as the first verse, um, which sticks out to me every time. You know, I'm like, God damn it. The first verse is so good. And but when Brad, You're the only one that's going to notice that. I know. And when uh, Brad heard it, he was like, bro, this has to be a single. Like, this has to be like the first single. Like, what the fuck are you doing? So I went ahead and made that the first single. Um, comes out June 17th, I think. Something like that. Sometime in June. And then two weeks later in July uh our song comes out someday so someday, someday i think july 1st or something around that time whatever the fucking friday is around there and then two weeks after that a song with karma uh called lemon kind um which is probably like the closest i've ever f- sounded like an r&b singer maybe you know maybe not an r&b singer but whatever the fuck i'm trying to do it's it's pretty decent um and then two weeks after that a song called hate it and then that's just me and then two weeks after that good enough will come out so that's like the kind of release plan so we're gonna see how the four singles in an album works that's dope i didn't know you had that many songs for it but that's that's awesome uh yeah i thought it was gonna be like a you know eight track you know seven eight track more of a smaller project i didn't know you had that many so that's i'm real interested in that now Right. And all my cover art, um, you know, of course, I made uh, the Smoke, Oklahoma cover art looks like the Oklahoma flag, uh, but it says Smoke, Oklahoma instead of Oklahoma. And then I think I'm going to get some T-shirts made for that because I think we could sell them. But no one will know it at all. It has anything to do with me, but uh, it looks good. And then for ours, I had uh, something originally of like these calendars, but it just looked too amateurish. And now the other one looks also kind of amateurish, but in a different way. Um, but it's like a landscape painting thing and they kind of go you know i have like this whole painting thing kind of going on so uh that's what that I mean, is that thing was pretty cool I, I didn't think it was too amateur i thought it was kind of creative and then uh the one with karma i drew on my ipad two lemons and i'm pretty proud of that you know i'm working on my artwork and then for hate it it's uh the first picture i actually drew when i got an ipad of uh me topless with x's on my nipples and I was like, you know what? It's provocative, so let's use that one as a cover. And then uh, the Good Enough album is me in a little suit and tie when I was four years old because I needed my, you know, Carter Four cover or whatever. So that's the maybe it's the Carter Three cover. I get them confused. 
Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, to the mo, can you hear me? This the sir. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, family? I was over here checking in with Southern Comfort. He said he was on with you. I said, well, let me let me say something then before I spin off. Yeah, finally. Shit. See, we got to schedule I know, future, right? Uh, for you to be on a whole one of these things. Hey. But I, when you got new music coming out while you're on here? Uh, Next month uh, in May, uh, on the 13th, Friday the 13th, I'm going to release some new music. It's called Life Over Center, Chapter 3. And, um... Oh, I'm excited about it, but you know, I'm my worst critic, so I think it's good to the project get done. Yeah, I'm the same way. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I tell him, let's put it together, man. Yeah, I'll do the podcast. All right. Hell yeah. Well, he Soko get you set up, and uh, you know, whatever weekend you want, we can get it done. And then I heard you're going to do a verse for the Kill You remix, so I'm also very excited about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. That that bit that bitch real tough. And I appreciate the tracks you sent too. Um I don't I almost wrote to all of them, but you know, once I get them done like I like, you know, we're gonna send them to you so you can check them out before anybody else do. But other than that, tell your squad I spoke uh, on behalf of Grand Yard. I appreciate y'all fucking with us. And uh like I said, until we talk again, uh A to the Mo, I fuck with you. I appreciate it, man. All right, I'm back. Special guest of you, you. If I had alarms and shit, you know, um, I have alarms go off. So anyway, yeah, you get with him. We'll figure out to get him on the podcast. You know, talk about some shit. Um, Definitely, I'm excited to see hear what he wrote to on my beats because I sent a lot of people beat packs over the last. I said 16 months the other day. I think that's right, but I don't really know. Yeah, that sounds like, about right. I feel like that's right. And you know, some people. The goal is for everyone to make an EP because I sent people like seven beats a piece, and some of y'all got more because y'all quickly made stuff, and like you know, it showed that like, hey, these people like my beats. I want to oh, make you're stuff. Actually, gonna do it right, and yeah, you know, people give me percentages. I think that's badass. You know, like I'm all for that. I'm, you know, like I make so many beats. If I only made like a beat a week or something, I would understand this like hoarding mentality of like I'm selling everyone. But I have made so many beats. It would be stupid to be to hoard them all, in my opinion. Right. But uh, I don't know. They each their own. You know, like I understand I'm shitty at the business side of being a producer. Uh, <laughs> so I sent people some packs, you know, some people put out some stuff. It's been cool. Um but I sent recently you and Sarnazi each like 10 beats a piece or something. And all of his were really like in my mind, I could envision him doing them, you know? Um, and so I was hoping they work out. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't hear him say anything about not liking any of them since he got them. So I had a feeling he was, he was already writing to him or probably already had some stuff done. So right. we'll probably be hearing from those pretty soon. And also for anyone out there, if y'all work with producers and you're a rapper or whatever, Letting them know which ones you don't want to use for me is like the biggest deal. You know, like I hate sitting there like I have it marked off in my files that you're using it. And then I hit them up a year later, like, oh, I never liked that one or whatever. You're like, motherfucker. Why didn't you tell me forever ago? You know, like I would have put that in someone else's shit, you know, because like, for instance, I'll put all kinds of weird shit in yours or not all kinds, but a couple of them in each folder aren't necessarily things I think you would like. But I'm like, you never know. You know, yeah, so never know. Throw them in there, see what happens. That's how I was about a couple of them. I was like, man, I don't know what the hell I'll do to this. But then a month later, it was like, oh shit, I know exactly what I'm gonna do to this. So it's you know, sometimes it's just a matter of hearing it at the right time and being in the right creative space. Right. Yeah, I'm. I very much want to. uh I made a beat this last week that's like finally pop punk. I was trying really hard to make some country beats and. um I looked up this whole video like all day at work. I was looking up these like country drummer videos to try to figure out like, well, what fucking drum patterns are like country? You know, like I just couldn't quite get it. And so it was like the train drum pattern. And so I was like watching it and taking notes about it. And then I get home and I try to remake it like in my environment, you know, not with real drums at all. And it sounds just like a pop punk song. And I was like, well, I fucking have been wanting to make one of these for like a year. So I went ahead and went in that direction. And so eventually I'm probably going to make some, I'm just going to get weirder. You know, I think I have to, I just think that's the, when you have all this creative freedom, I feel like you got to go for it. The crazy thing is as much as you're 
beats have been more because you rap, they're more in the, you know, the hip hop rap scenery of things. Like it'll probably be making these pop punk country beats that'll probably lead to you breaking through even more as far as working with a lot more people as a producer and getting a lot more credit for being as good as you are. Like I could picture, you know, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, you know, where do people that do some of these other genres of music, like how do they find stuff like, as a rapper, I can go anywhere and people are putting beats, whether it's tag, not tag, like you can find a beat to rap to. Like that's never been a problem. Like people put them everywhere. But like, I, I always wonder about, cause I don't do the other genres. I'm always like, where do they get their stuff from? Cause I follow a good amount of like pop singers and you know, the R and B people. I'm like, you know, how do y'all do it? Right. Well, if like on beat stars, you know, like to upload all it's my beat stores at, there is a category for R&B and I do put some of mine up in that category. Um, the ones that are kind of that could fall there. And honestly, I put hip hop as like the last resort. If it falls into pop, I put pop. If it puts in a country ish, I'll click country uh, because hip hop seems to be the most saturated, you know, so I always right. try to avoid it. But I don't really know. I wish hip hop had so many more subgenres. I don't want to say this all the time, but I just think it would be so fucking cool to know like what exactly do you make like rock music has so many you know like you'll read a rock band and they'll be like oh we make a uh, postmodern progressive rock out of with a slant of an eighth blah blah like they just say all this crazy shit but like all the rock fans like they know exactly what type of music they're gonna make um i couldn't tell you at all what type of music you know hip-hop i make because even being in oklahoma we're not really included in the midwest or the south on like those little maps. Now, I personally feel like Oklahoma is the South. The way I, the culture in the small ass town I grew up in that was like four miles from the state of Texas felt like the fucking South south to me. But I know there are people in Oklahoma who feel like the Midwest. Um, And like CJ Jones, French, he's in Missouri. Me and him seem pretty similar. So what's the difference there? But, um, you know, but like the people care about that shit too, you know? And so you're like, oh, I don't know. And like my favorite rappers in college fucking sucked. You know, like, so that's something I always try to keep in mind as well. Like, Char- I thought Charles Hamilton was amazing, right? Like, so if people that don't know, Asher Roth, like, when he blew up, when whatever he was in the XXL magazine, because um, I liked Asher Roth's mixtape, The Greenhouse Effect. I didn't really like I Love College as much. And he, in, like, his behind-the-scenes videos, was hanging out with Charles Hamilton and B.O.B. And so I, like, looked into them, too. Right. And I was like, oh, these guys are great. But Charles Hamilton was a producer, a rapper, right? And his beats I thought were really cool. And I listened to this motherfucker, every mixtape this dude did, but he wasn't any good. Like if y'all go back and listen, like just lyrically and his flow and stuff, like it leaves just a, didn't have it. it just leaves a lot to be desired. But he was like getting backed by like Jay-Z and like, you know, he was like this next dude out of Brooklyn and like I don't know. He had like all this New York support, like how New York dudes do. But I was like a fucking stand, man. Like I fucking loved him. And uh, but yeah, like he just wasn't great. And then XV is another rapper I loved out of Kansas. And I think I just loved him because I related so much to like what he rapped about. But I've gone back and listened recently and I'm like, oh, it doesn't really hold up like I remembered it, you know, (laughs) yeah. So I don't know. And maybe that's just me judging because I know so much more about production now, too. You know, I know it's like it's the gift and the curse of making music as you, you can't quite start hearing it it different. Yeah. You don't quite enjoy it the same way, but the highs can be higher. I would say like when someone really pulls it off, you're like, Holy fuck, you know, but when someone fucks up, you also notice that, you know, and it can kind of ruin shit. (laughs) Yeah. Skinny's actually complained to me that I've ruined some shit for him. Cause I'll explain shit, you know? And so he'll be off in his little oh, you point out certain stuff. Yeah. And he'll notice it now. Um, so that's fun that, you know, I can kind of ruin his life with it through proxy. You, uh, before I forget, I'm going to, I want to jump back and touch on uh, how you were talking about. You, you had some beats that you label R and B. You sent me one that like, it, it sounded like from the time I heard it, I was like, Oh, this is like a damn genuine beat. Like that's, that's what it reminded me of when I heard it. And I was like, oh yeah, this, this is a full of ladies beat. Cause I mean, R and B is to me, that's always going to be like, you can't do hard shit to R and B. Like you got to talk to the ladies. Like that's what you do. Right. But, uh, I got, I got a couple songs like that because he sent beats that put me in that mind frame. Well, just tell them to pull up, you know, <laughs> there you go. Sucking on my, <laughs> yeah, that one, that one had a journey, you know, and I don't I believe it. I don't know how people have, 
appreciate my honesty. You know, I think it probably comes off. Uh, this kind of touched on the earlier when we were saying like being a producer and getting connections uh, to tie this all back around. I was going to say earlier, I don't have that producer community thing, right? Like I'm not on Twitter with like the hundreds of likes on some random fucking post for nothing, you know, like that does happen with other producers that I think are around my same skill level. And I think it's just cause I'm not fake nice to everybody and I might be fucking oh. up, but it's hard to do for me. So in the same way, when we're making internet friends for, you know, there are moments where I'm pretty brutally on. Like, I think a perfect example is when you're on this special, I'm like really honest with you about like my thoughts on make it happen too. And I'm not saying I, I think the song turned out great. I'm like saying like, the week you sent it to me, you know, these are my thoughts. But when I say it to some other people, they could take that like to heart, you know? And it's like, no, I mean, I'm just, we're talking, you know, it's a podcast. Or something, yeah. So. I'm just being honest. Man. <laughs> and so I, I do think through the making of internet friends for, there were a couple moments like kid, I'm sure is cool as fuck, you know, about it. But I was like, bro, I can't believe you're reusing the late night flows <laughs> full beat. You know, like I just called him out on it immediately. Cause it was so obvious, but I know he could have took that the wrong way, you know, but I had to. I couldn't not say. Yeah, I think I think the the reason I knew that was because I listened to the podcast special, and I guess you and Skinny talked about it, right? Or it might have been you and somebody you interviewed talked about it, and I was just like, oh man, I can't wait to hear the song now. And then you played, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> you can definitely hear it. But I think but it, it worked out. out too. Because yeah, I- it still turned like it's. There's no songs on the album where I'm like, ah, I'm skipping this one every time. Like it's. That didn't exist for this one for me anyway. Right. I agree. And well, I think my verse is good, you know? Uh, so if he's happy with his and I like mine, you know, I think that's all good. Um, you know, like I've been doing perverted raps forever. And every time I have one, I'm like, God, another one. How am I going to pull this one off? And so when I can, I'm like, Hey, all right. Got through another one. How you dig deeper into that converted yeah. bag. Exactly. <laughs> it exactly. Um, so y'all be looking out for the new music. Um, also, I got to shout out the homies, Brad Sturex, uh, Coop, and It's Your Boy H2, because I'm looking at my screen of, you know, things to come out released. They have a song coming out May 6th, so I think that'll probably be a couple days after this or next week, depending on when we put this out. I don't exactly know. And um, I had to upload it. So if anyone has distro kid, here's some distro kid shit. When you upload just a single, you cannot put another primary artist. You can only put features, but if you upload an album, you can put another primary artist on a song. Kind of weird. So uh, I had to test it. But anyway, so they're having me upload it so I can put both of them as the primary artist or something. So um, but anyway, they have a song called Tree Fitty coming out and that's their single. And then eventually they'll have a whole album called uh, Intersections to kind of stick with the road theme. Um and then eventually, I think we're I'm trying to convince Brad to slowly convert to a space theme. So we got to figure out how to get from the road to the space. You know, but we'll get there. But yeah. Anyway, so a lot of new music coming this summer. Uh, I know Forgotten Ones said he's working on some shit. You know, he's a friend of the podcast. I don't know how f- deep into it he is, of course. Um, and then I've talked about remaking my Pessimist EP one and two into a new the pessimist album, you know, just combining them. Uh, so that's something on my back burner of an idea. You know, I just don't know. I haven't opened up the beat files. You know, if it was like real easy just to update the beats, then I can just respit them. Yeah, that's pretty simple. You know, I could probably knock that out in a week. But then again, one of those songs is uh, two different people. And that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure on that one to get it good. But, you know, I like the remake. The last remake I made, uh, I thought it was worth it. So uh, I do kind of want to try again, for at least on the shit that I think sounds bad. That other day, too, it, it came across good, man. Like, it's the remaking, it was definitely a good move. Could have went worse. That's for sure. Um. All right, man. Well, you've been watching anything good on TV? Uh, TV wise, me and the wife, we got back into it's a Marvel show that used to be Netflix exclusive called Jessica Jones. Yeah, it's great. Came out, I think, 2018, 19. We watched it back then. Well, I watched it back then. And then uh, I got her to start watching. They put it on Disney Plus recently. So me and her have been watching that. And it still holds up. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying watching it again. 
I liked all, her be I liked all the Marvel Netflix stuff. Um, I mean, Iron Dragon or whatever. I think that oh was, yeah, Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron that Fist. was the weaker. That was the weakest link. It was okay, but yeah, it wasn't great. And then yeah. the Defenders, which was like the collection of all of them, I had really high hopes for, and it was the most boring of all of them. I thought, and so I was like, yeah, oh, it was. Sure. But they they needed their own shows like there's a reason why they each needed it, their own show like having right. it like that was kind of well it just didn't work daredevil is very good i think everyone should watch that at least season one you know i didn't get sure. through see all of season two it kind of got boring i didn't care about the punishment. oh come on man um, you gotta go back but well i don't have i'm not ever gonna get disney plus you know fuck disney <laughs> but um <clears throat> i don't know why just that's just my opinion i mean if i didn't go for the simpsons I don't, i'm not doing it for marvel uh, but anyway, Daredevil yeah, was... Yeah, I went just for Marvel, so <laughs> they sold me once they had that. I was like, damn it, you got me. Yeah, Daredevil season one's cool. Uh, Jessica Jones was great. My wife really liked it, and, so, and I also liked it. And honestly, I think the big bad in that, who's, you know, the dude from all the fucking movies, I can't think of his name, you know, the Doctor Who guy, he, uh, yeah. he's like the the bad, most badass villain of all of them, besides like Thanos or something, you know, but like human villain, he's, he just tells people what to do and they have to do it and shit. It's like, so it's like psychologically, uh, a thriller kind of thing in there. And then Luke Cage is the most fun, maybe superhero show ever. In my opinion, I like it a, a whole bunch. I love Luke Cage. Yeah, so. I give it that. I agree with that too. The whole time I was like, God, I, damn it, Punisher too. A- I feel like Punisher always gets left out. Just because he wasn't a part of the defenders, I don't think. Right. But yeah. I like the Punisher too. Like I, I was into that one. I never really watched it. I'll be honest. He he has the same issue. A lot of other like video games and bands and stuff have like the the people that like the Punisher and the people that like put Punisher shit on the back of their car. I've those aren't typically cool people in my book. No offense if any of you are listening, but the ones I've met in real life typically don't like me a lot. So then I'm like, well, how cool could this Punisher guy be? You know, and uh, and it's always like pro cop people or pro Punisher people. And to my understanding, Punisher is not with anti authority. Yeah. yeah. So I get a little, a little confused. Um, They're but, almost faking it. It's, yeah, definitely. Poser mentality. Maybe someday if I ever get Disney, we'll check it out. Um, I watch I've been catching up on Atlanta. I'm like three or four episodes in the new season. I don't know if you watched it or not. But there's one episode that I think would cause quite the conversation. If it, it might have on Twitter already, and I just missed it because I've been kind of behind. But it's more or less in this episode. Um, for people that don't know, Atlanta has just turned into Black Black Mirror. So, okay, uh, like where, where like instead of it actually being about anything, it's just like here's a crazy black topic, right? And a fucking weird way to look at it kind of if y'all have seen black mirror um so like this fourth episode i think it's the fourth maybe it's the third um he there's like a white guy and you're kind of following him through his day or whatever in atlanta and on the radio you hear that like some black dude sues this white guy who owns part of tesla and then because that's found out that this guy's grandparents owned this other dude's grandparents as slaves and so because this business was helped being built off the backs of his ancestors he won like 200 million dollars or whatever right and this leads in the show to like all the black people immediately being like who am i suing and then like all the white people get like real like oh this ain't right you know yeah and then it turns in like this whole fucking epic like what the fuck is going on in this episode shit right but then, of course, that leads to topics now and conversations. So, like, my thought on, like, reparations, for instance, is kind of the same as I think about student loans. You know, if we're just printing off billions of dollars to go to the military and to give out to other countries for their aid and all this other shit, then, yeah, we should just fucking print the money, pay off the student loans, give the reparations and move on. You know, I mean, if it's all just print, if we're printing all the money right now anyway, fuck it. Right. That's kind of where I'm at. And uh, and then on this thing, if you could like prove that your ancestors were owned by so and so's ancestors, and through that wealth they started a business that became Built successful, I think that would be a key to it because I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be fair if it was just like an average person, right? Exactly. Like that didn't have much. It was just working, you know, week to week working and just making a living. And then you're like, yeah, you owe me, right? And and another I'm trying th- to live. Right. Well, and it, there is a lot of like systematic racism stuff. And I, it gets weird because like 
people are so woke and I know some of those talking points, but I'm just not a, the woke type. And then like some people are so like uh, dense and won't hear it at all that I'm like, well, come on, fucking idiots. But like this whole the, the real estate's the big thing, right? Like in certain cities, people, white people got to buy these cheap ass houses in like the fifties and then black people weren't allowed to buy those houses. And then fast forward to today and that $10,000 house is worth like however many million. And then that's how the average white family gets all this money. Right. But like for someone like me, who my parents and grandparents are all like poor to my knowledge, right? Unless like someone was rich and lost it all a couple generations ago, like they've always been like really dirt poor. So I would have no fear of someone suing me over like my family's, you know, so maybe that's why I'm cool with that, you know, but it's, it is odd. And also like, I just think a lot of people immigrated here after the civil war, right? Like or after certain things happen. Like, I think you couldn't even have like, Slaves shipped in after a certain year, you know, they had to be like born in America or some shit like that. Um, Not that I'm like too familiar with the slave laws, but then also the show being Atlanta, it's all based in Atlanta. So then I stop and think, oh, well, it'd be way different because like Oklahoma was like the last state settled in the mainland and it was Indian land. They stole, gave it to anyone who was wanted to come fucking take it. So like it's kind of a different thing here, whereas in Atlanta, I'm sure it is all like former slave owner ancestors you know, on both sides, you know, black and white. So I'm sure it is a different thing. Definitely see it bringing up some talking points if something like that were to happen in real life. Right. Just one case of it. Right. That's always been interesting to me too. Like, I don't know a lot about it, but like the whole like Native American land and kind of different, how they're able to kind of govern themselves differently in certain areas. Like, how would that look? Right in Oklahoma, for it's black people. Like I'm, I've always wondered, like how that would translate. Right. Well, they would have to have given, uh, you know, made some deal to give you land. So, so there's this guy. I wish I could remember his name right now, but I listened to a whole podcast with him, and he argues that the Great Migration, um, of the black people from the South up to like Detroit and Cleveland and all those areas. I don't remember what year this was, but back when that happened to work in these factory jobs, how at the time it was thought of as being this really good thing for the black community. Cause you are getting, getting better jobs and you're getting up North where you thought there was less racism, but there was still racism. It just looked different. You know, it wasn't so out loud. It was like kind of behind the scenes, keeping you down sort of thing. But that right. if you mental right in their minds and in their actions, not really out loudish right but if they would have stayed if everyone would have stayed in the south then right now you would have like um alabama georgia virginia florida you know all those states would all be black majority you know you would have just through sheer numbers uh and and breeding rates you know you would have the population control and then you would have like this giant black power block so Chances are maybe back in the day they predicted that convinced a bunch of people to move, you know, spread them out so they can't have these, you know, these power blocks. Whereas in right now, if there was eight states that were the majority of black people and they were in Congress like, hey, we could pass this, this and this as a a team, you know, or whatever, like it would look different. Definitely, you know, and I think that's probably the close we get to the end because the native thing's different because they kept signing these treaties and they kept lying to them and, and going back on it. And then also what happens in Oklahoma is way different than the other states because the other states like New Mexico and the Dakotas, they have reservations. Right. And they are kind of off on their own. Um, you know, I have a grandfather that lives in Colorado near a Ute reservation. And if your car breaks down there, the word is they'll just come take your tires, you know, and there ain't nothing you can do about it because there's no. <laughs> It's on their land. It's their, like, yeah. And so, but whereas in like Oklahoma's changed recently because there's a thing called the McGirt something, something got challenged to the Supreme court where basically this guy killed somebody and then his defense. And I mean, the attorney just doing their jobs. They basically were like, well, he's native and you can't try him because he's native and he killed someone on native land. So now it's changed everything to where like the normal cops can't prosecute Indians on Indian land. They have to call the native cops to come do it. Like it's a whole kind of shit show and it's caused a lot of issues. Um, but I get it. You're out there. Everyone's just trying to do the right thing, but it, what some of these moments you're like, well, this kind of seems like you're just making it difficult on for no reason, you know, like I should be able to do crimes and get away with them just because of the color of their skin. I think that's odd, you know, regardless of which skin color it is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's, it is definitely weird. And then 
you know, the natives being able to have casinos, you know, that definitely has changed the game. That's like it allows them to just take all the money from the dumb white people that want to just go put all the money in the casinos every week. And then they just support themselves off that basically. Right. Like, I mean, they, uh, in the town I'm in, it's the head of the Chickasaw nation as well. And so like all of those people have, you know, they'll get assistance for school supplies and food and you need a job, you need a house. I mean, they have ever, I mean, you know, they have a lot of assistance, you know, for that sort of stuff. And it's weird living in a town with that because (laughs) when you don't have it, you know, you're like, okay. Uh, yeah it's like oh, everybody else is getting help with me yeah and it's also weird because i actually saw this today driving um if they're native they have a different license plate so like you'll just like you know when you're driving down the road who's native and who's not because they have a uh, native license plates and if you just have a normal oklahoma license plate then you're you know white black or mexican or whatever you know whatever you are and then also a lot of white people are native it's not native uh, you just, you know, you would call them white all day. And they're like, how dare you? I am native. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's f- why it's fun to be with powwow because powwow looks native. Right. And so if someone tries that shit around him, he'll just fucking clown on them. And it's great. I love it. It'd be like if you clowned on logic for saying he was black, you know, like those moments. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, I think that should be enough of an episode. Um, Everyone, of course, be on the lookout for your music, my music, uh, Sir Nasty's music coming out May 13th. And uh, uh, the 13th. we're going to try to get him on before this podcast is over. So, you know, it's, I think y'all could probably get it worked out. You know, if, however many of y'all want in a room how it was there, you know, I think that worked out pretty well. So, um, you know, whatever works best for y'all, I'll give y'all a call and get, you know, the whole graveyard group on here. That's what I say. Oh, yeah. I think we can make it work. But if we have to choose one, of course, yeah, we'll choose Sir Nasty. But if I'm having a pick, I'm second that. <laughs> but I nah, appreciate it. With that, man. Hey, definitely anytime, brother. Have a good one, man. Right, peace. Yep. Don't ever expect the studio quality album from me. You get what you get, you get what I give you. Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mic better, mix better, still so cold. Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mic better, mix better, still so cold. I feel I gotta let you know I'm a cool guy. Never been a fool, but I live life foolish. Looking in the mirror like I know what I'm doing. Music, the only time I know what I'm doing. Each and every track, I hope that I prove it. Say you the best, hope that you can prove it. I look up to a handful of rappers. Most of the time, I wanna put hands on these rappers. Fake trappers and bosses got me so sick. Thank God for the cure in my music. I can speak my mind, release my rhymes, control my heart, restart my brain. This music is my Mary Jane, and it's all I need. No one can take it away from me. If they try, they will travel to the grave for free. Graveyard to the grave, baby, pray for me. Baby, pray for me. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mike better, mix better, still so cold. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mike better, mix better, still so cold. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mike better, mix better, still so cold. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mike better, mix better, still so cold. Yo, everything I do, damn near everything I do, it's all about my family and God. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go hard. Mike better, mix better, still praising God. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go hard. Mike better, mix better, still praising God. What does family mean to you? Bloodline, your mom's or your pop's side? Good God. I got some things to tell y'all. Family's the ones that you never fail for. Family's the ones that you would die for. But they never ask, so you always got they back like a knapsack. And you keep them on track like a train does. Even if you only see them when the rain falls. No friends, only family and people I know. That's how I roll. They keep me stable and able to get by. My blood, my block, my kids and my wife. Vital to my life. Obeying the street lights. Avoiding the jackknife in this truck called life. Life. I keep my past, cracking jokes with my folks, it feels good to laugh. And if you try to take that, you'll be slayed by me. Graveyard to the grave, baby, pray for me. Yeah, yeah, you'll be slayed by me. Graveyard to the grave, baby, pray for me. Yeah. yeah I'm still so cold, I'm still Southern Comfort, no matter what. 
mix bad, but my flow go. Mic better, mix better, still so cold. Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mic better, mix better, still so cold. Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go. Mic better, mix better, still so cold. Southern comfort, the lyrics mixed with the spirit. You listen and you can hear it. You foolish if you don't fear him. I'm crazy because I hear him. You crazy because you don't. I'm listening with my heart. I wanna know what he want, I wanna know what he got, I wanna know where I'm going You ignoring all the signs to the fires, where you going, I'm slowing the way I'm flowing In hopes that you would understand, yeah I'm rapping by God again That's right, wrong or right, he is my God, 10% of my music is my Lord And I'ma give it to him, cause he blessed me, Christ in my life, tell me who gon' test me Dope boys, no boy, I don't think so, killers on the street get killed, no joke don't provoke me, I ain't never killed But I have hurt, and I would do worse But most of the time I'm peaceful Reading my Bible, controlling my evil Try to take that, and I will bury you I'm not threatening, I'm just telling you You might want to stay away from me Graveyard to the grave, baby, pray for me, yeah Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go Mic better, mix better, still so cold Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go Mic better, mix better, still so cold Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go Mic better, mix better, still so cold Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go Mic better, mix better, still so cold Eight of the mo makes beats Got me on again, still so cold Oh, I think my mix a little better on this one <laughs> Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go hard. Mike better, mix better, still praising God. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go hard. Mike better, mix better, still praising God.